0: I'm fairly certain that Parasect just turned that into dust. It
1: did. We're not in the Grimdark territory just yet, so I'll make sure of that. (laughs) Wait, yet? Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with. So please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. I think
2: we're some kind of cave biodome type deal.
1: I saw this blue light focused right on me.
0: This all could have been avoided if you had listened to me.
3: It all could have been avoided if you had let us help you. We're your friends.
0: I'll
1: let you continue thinking that.
3: The parents have been acting weird. What at have these little guys scared?
1: You all see this giant meteorite.
2: Oh, those are worth a lot!
1: You are face to face with a strange, insect-like creature.
2: Parasect, the Mushroom Pokémon! That's gotta be busted or something.
1: It shoots a laser beam directly at you guys. Your exit is caved in.
3: Okay, so we definitely don't want to angry.
0: Angry would be very, very bad. Please,
3: let's not do that.
1: And the bug comes closer.
3: So we're stuck here. And closer. We gotta do something, guys. We gotta fight. Yeah, we gotta fight.
0: Yeah, about that. You two might be able to fight, but... uh.
3: Do we have any revives? Does anybody have a revive?
1: Do You think you'd have a revive this early in the game?
3: I don't know.
1: Roll for initiative. Anyone who can fight. All right. All right. Here we go. Top of the order is Minion Dustox.
2: Because we don't really know what this is, uh, Velma is going to have Minion use a Harden.
1: You see it wrap itself in this sticky webbing, and it wraps and binds around it and harden up a bit. <sighs> and now its defense is up by one stage. Parasect's blue glowing eye darts around the room with a sort of alien-like intensity, and suddenly it focuses and zooms in. On the dust tox, oh no. and you see it flash for a second. Your dust tox looks a bit confused for a moment, just tries to harden itself again, but it can't. That move is now disabled. <gasps>
3: mm. Ooh, it's a good thing you used that move, though. Yeah, that oh god, glad thing I used that.
1: Mm-hmm. Angel calls out her Magnemite. Okay, I know you're still tired, Magpie, but please just try one Thunder Shock. <laughs> The Magnemite hovers into the air weakly, sparks to life, and... Please
2: be good. Please, uh, NPC, on, please. Yes! yes! Oh, yeah, yeah! There we go, baby!
1: No, no. Well, Magnemite got a five for its attacking roll. The Parasect got an eight for the defending roll. So that... The paralyzation, though. Well, if it would work, if they actually hit. Ah! Ah! So that lightning arcs across, and hits it directly into the, uh, the the crystal on top of its back and fizzles out.
3: Oh, crap.
1: Next in the order, Lucille.
3: Uh, I'm going to go for a smoke screen. This thing's only got one eye, so. Okay. Let's see if we can make it not see. All right. The little uh, Lucille rubs its hands together, its cute little paws, and it starts to like fizzle up and then like smoke starts to come out and she blows it. It spreads all throughout the entire place.
1: Luckily, it only covers the, uh, the side of the field that the Parasect is on. Yes. You three are unperturbed by the smokescreen. The Parasect, though, is now seems to be blinded, but you can still see that faint blue glow from the cloud of smog. Top of the order is Minion.
2: Minion, let's get out of this guy's sight. Move all the way to the left! And then Minion just gives a little... <laughs> and kind of starts to skitter off to the left side as quickly as they can to get out of the field view of the blue eye,
1: And like you ordered, it darts behind this one stalagmite. It hides from its sight. Next in the order, Parasect, it looks around. Um, you can see the eye glowing brighter and brighter again. And I gotta check. It aims for where it remembers the dust talks to be. Uh-oh. Chris, you
3: better get out of there.
1: You see a another blast of This prismatic energy burst out of it and it hits the Magnemite instead. Oh, <gasps> no. oh Whoa. no! So, I mean, the Magnemite only had one HP left, but let's see, that's a nine attacking roll versus the Magnemite's negative six. I'm oh my.
0: fairly certain that Parasect just turned that Magnemite
1: into dust.
3: It did.
1: We're not in the grimdark territory just yet. So I'll make sure of that. <laughs> Wait, yet? You think this is as dark as I can go?
3: <laughs> I don't know if I wanna know.
1: Anywho, so that blast of energy that none of you are really used to seeing before hits the magmite square in the eye <laughs> and it is blasted right into Angel's arms and they are both sent flying towards the cave wall and you hear this resounding splash echo through the deck. No! Oh, oh, no. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm not a very good trainer.
0: You did everything you
1: could. I'm, I'm so sorry about this. Everything's going to be okay. Help. Next in the order is Lucille.
3: All right. Lucille, use Ember. Give it all you've got.
1: So Lucio rubs its hand again, grows that big ball of fiery energy, and it lops it right at the Parasect's gem. It does affect it quite a bit, and you see the eye blinking, but eventually the fires dissipate, hitting it for three points of damage. But it still looks raring to go. Great. <laughs> I
0: question. Yes. So this Parasect, I've noticed that it, it really takes its time at like, really assessing its um its opponents and then attacking them. Is there a way to check to see if this thing is actually a Pokemon and not something, I don't know,
1: man-made? Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting question. How would you try and check that? I mean, you've already tried the Pokedex thing. Well,
0: yes, but I'm... I'm assuming that the Pokédex is more or less looking at just the outline. There might it might be genetically a Parasect, but there may be some kind of mechanical parts to it that we haven't seen yet or that nobody has really pointed out because we're quite scared at this point of, you know, dying. And uh yeah.
3: I have a I have an idea. Could I send out another Pokémon and use it to distract the thing and maybe have one of my smaller quicker Pokémon like try and go behind it or underneath it to see if there's any sort of, like, mechanical aspect.
1: You can certainly try.
3: Do you guys think that's worth giving a shot, seeing if we find anything?
0: I, I personally would say so. I don't think this thing is fully a Pokemon. I don't believe it. I think it is man-made. Because as a breeder, he'd know how most Pokemon would normally act around humans, even if in a hostile situation. It just doesn't seem right. So he turns the mat in. He's like... It's not I don't think it's real. I don't think this is an actual Pokemon. We need to figure out if it's a robot or something. It could be man-made, genetically modified. I don't know, but maybe there's some something bigger to this. Something something controlling this?
3: Well, even if that was true, what do we do
0: now? We just need to find a way to shut it off if we can find out if there's a switch or something. But I I don't have any Pokemon that can really help in this situation.
3: But wait! You, you could use one of mine, and, and we could...
0: You, you'd you actually let me use your own Pokemon?
3: Do we have a choice? Not really. She pulls out her Pokeball um, for her Boglet, and she hands it to Chris. He doesn't have much health left. Just be careful, okay?
0: I promise to take very good care of them.
1: I trust you. Go, Boglet! You toss it out, and the Boglet pops out of the pokeball. It looks around,
0: very confused. I don't think I can look at Peppa's move set.
3: Uh Peppa has Poison Fang, Poison Gas, Tackle and Water Gun. It also has the ability of Stench, which uh, ha- damaging moves may cause the target to
0: flinch. So wait, do I need to roll for initiative for for Peppa? Yes, oh, Peppa. There you go. Wow, Peppa is fast. He
1: got a five. hey Peppa is ready to go. Peppa looks around very confused, realizes that you're the trainer who threw it out, not Maddie. Peppa is a freshly caught Pokemon, so you're going to need to either make an obedience check to make sure it obeys you or convince it to obey you. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I, I don't have much time to explain, but right now I really, really need your help. Your current trainer is, is kind of busy at the moment, and I just need to use your strength for a couple of seconds please understand that i just i need if you want your trainer to get out of here
1: safely we need your help i need you to make a heart check
0: Ooh. <laughs> please dice gods please <laughs> and add plus 2 to it okay whenever it wants to... Uh, well, nah. guess it's added, well plus 2 would be a 0 so mediocre <laughs>
3: Is there a way that Maddie can convince Peppa? You want
1: to help out? Yeah, Yeah. sure, go ahead.
3: Uh, She, like, kneels down and says, Listen, boy, I know this is really scary, but we need your help. And only he can help you, okay? It's going to be okay. Just listen
1: to what he says. Peppa looks at you. Chris? (laughs) I will take (gasps) that as a yes. (laughs) And as you say that, The smoke clears, and Parasect's eyes can focus again.
3: Oh, jeez!
1: And we're at the top of the order. Chris looks at the
0: Parasect, watching it, like, study everything and click and writhe and contract like a weird mechanical demon. And he just goes, Peppa, use water gun! And while you're doing it, make sure to run in a circle. Distract it as much as possible. And I would imagine Peppa's like... (laughs) You know, just sort of just starts running towards it, uh, starts kind of going in a circular motion and spraying it with as much water as possible uh, to the sides, the back of it, so on and so forth for as long as it can. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow.
3: But wait, do we get the flinch?
1: Well, we already established that if the attack is blocked or misses, it doesn't have the effect. But you know What? Fate points can bend the rules, you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just don't know if that's worth spending a fate point on.
0: Actually, I'm willing to willing to risk it. Yeah.
3: You doing it? You want to do
2: it? I'm go re- for it. I'm willing.
0: B- look, listen. You have the point. I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit. Something's gotta give. I don't want to. I don't want to die. I don't want any of your characters to die, and I don't want Peppa to die. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm risking it.
1: <laughs> I will accept that fate point as it shoots out these quick burst of water, you can tell that there's a bit of toxin mixed in with it that causes it to writhe back a bit as it flinches from all these blasts.
3: Okay, so I know it's not my turn, but can Lucille not just like move, not like make a move, but move? Yes. Okay. So while this is happening, can Lucille try and like skid underneath the parasect and see if there's anything underneath or behind it?
1: Yeah. It hustles over while the pig is distracting it. It looks around. What is it looking for, though? It doesn't know. It looks to you for an answer.
3: Just something that means it's not real. An outlet? A switch,
1: maybe? It will try and use what it knows about outlets and switches, (laughs) which is not much. But it will look around. It darts back and forth, being careful to remain out of its eyesight. And it shakes its head. (sighs) It may be mechanical with its movements, but this thing looks biological
3: how are we gonna kill it
0: well gotta
3: gotta catch them all
2: (laughs) i have a bit of an idea
0: okay what is your idea
2: velma is watching the strategy that everyone's trying to use and she turns over to angel and says angel listen i know you're not the biggest fan of of bug types but this is an emergency can you take over the reins of minion for a little while i've got an idea
1: you want me to but uh, trust me she looks at the Parasect, looks at you, looks at the Minion, then looks at the Parasect again. Oh, okay, 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 okay.
2: Hey, Minion, Angel's all yours. You can do this, okay? And Minion just like gives a reassuring kind of flap over to Velma and then flies over to Angel's side.
1: You see Angel flinch a bit, and as she does, uh, you see two Great Balls pop out of her pocket. Two what? Two Great Balls. Does she have more Pokemon? Oh, no, 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 they're, they're just empty spares I was given in case any pests come around.
3: Maybe we could use those?
1: Yeah, if you want them, you can have them. And she kicks the balls right over to you guys.
3: Great. <laughs> guys, if if we can weaken this thing enough, maybe we have a chance at catching it. And then we can figure out what it is. Sounds like a plan. All
2: right, Goonie, let's do this! And then she kind of gets a big arcing throw, and then dramatically Goonie pops out.
1: Okay, perfect. He's at the very bottom of the, uh, turn order. Good. Alright, so, next in the order was Minion. Okay, um, alright, um, I guess use, um, a gust. And Minion uh, flaps its wings with a ferocious intensity, and... Woo! It sends out waves of this air razor sharp at the, uh, parasect. You see it lynch a bit, but you also see the prism on its back glow and take some of the blow. But still, that's a six shift hit. Wow. Nice. Okay. It tries to get back up on its feet, but it falters a bit thanks to the onslaught of Peppa's water gun blasts.
0: You're doing great, Peppa.
1: Next in the order, Lucille.
3: All right. Um, I'm thinking that we're just going to go for a scroll. Scratch. Go straight for the eye at this point to see if maybe we can blind it so it doesn't have as much of uh, a viewpoint on us. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Let's see what happens. You know what? <laughs> Nothing. Great.
1: That's a, uh, a four for the attacking roll and eight for the defending roll. Our
3: viewers were right. We're getting bad rolls. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lucille jumps forth while it's distracted and tries to gouge with its little hooves, but they kind of just glint off the surface and the eye turns to it. No, oh no. no! And glows intensely.
3: Oh no! Lucille, get out of there!
1: Uh, Lucille hops around, trying to dodge the the just the these uh these couple of blasts as it shoots it out blindly at it. But it manages to get out of harm's way. Phew. Bottom of the order, we have Goonie.
2: All right, all right, Goonie. Let's see what this guy's hiding. Use pickpockets. pocket.
1: Pickpocket is an ability.
2: And let's you sorry.
1: But I mean, we can we can say it goes in for a scratch or something, and and attempts it and just takes a closer look while it does that.
2: Yeah, why don't we do that? All right, Goonie, let's show this guy what we're made of. Use tail whip.
1: Okay, as Goonie goes forth, it looks like it's about to hit it with another scratch, but it fakes it out, whips it with a tail. It looks like its defenses are disturbed a bit and its defense has dropped one combat stage. And as it flinches back and recoils, Velma, you can take a closer look at that uh, underneath it. I want you to make a clever check. All right. Arceus, please. please. And we'll add plus two to it because you're a bug expert.
2: Sounds good.
1: Oh my lord. We can re-roll that if you want to, if you need to use And this a, would be
2: using a fate point or no? Uh,
1: this would be using a fate point to re-roll that one. Hmm. Or add two to it. Your choice. But first, which aspect would help you in this situation?
2: Let's use self-claim the evil genius.
1: Explain.
2: Or actually, hold on, let me think of this again. Okay. Actually, instead, I think I'm gonna use in Grandpa's footsteps, because she's gonna apply her b- knowledge of bug Pokemon to examining what's what's going on with this parasect in what way she can. That
1: does run in the family and I'll accept it. Okay, uh, now you can add uh, two to it, boost it up to a three, which is a good, or you can reroll.
2: Uh, let's boost it up to a good.
1: Okay. As it reels back, you can see a good chunk of its underside for anything that might reveal some sort of artificiality or just mechanical nature behind it. But you've seen enough undersides of bugs to know Where all the parts are, and everything seems to be in place. You know for sure, this is a natural parasect bug body. Minus the, you know, obvious differences on the top side.
2: Fascinating. It's totally the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. And what kind of ball do we have?
1: You have two great balls. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) I'm a 12
0: year old I have 12 year old humor <laughs> uh, Well catching this thing I I really hope that we can Because that seems to be the only way out of this Well we
2: got two chances Because so, we got two balls
0: So we <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: So we could so, try yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we could try throwing a ball at it now And seeing if that will do the trick And if it doesn't We at least know we need more To take it down a lot more Because it is down by half it's health
0: well, I definitely would try to get it a little lower, in my per- personally.
2: All right, so maybe we go, like, another round or two with it and then try to catch it. Yes. So that would mean we'd have to put much more on our offense in this round. Get it down to, like, a quarter health.
0: Bit. Uh, yeah.
2: I feel like we could do that. I feel like we could do that in, like, a round or two. Guys, I think I have an idea. What? So, it looks like this guy is a parasite through and through. That's what it looks like. So that means it must be weak against fire. You gotta set Lucille on it. Put all out fire attack on it.
3: Alright, I mean, I only have Ember. We just gotta hope it hits. We'll do what we can to make sure it does. Right, Chris?
1: Yeah, I'll do what I can.
3: Right, Angel? Uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, sure.
2: Alright. So we seeing what we're made of.
1: Top of the order, it is
0: Peppa's turn. Chris is going to use Peppa to stay to still keep her distance, because he actually she's quite low on health. Peppa, use water gun! And he's pointing towards the parasex eye to try and aim towards that with its finger.
1: It charges back. Now roll so I can exhale. All right. Oh, good stuff, Peppa.
0: For once.
1: It's a very small jet of water, but that one shift hit is just enough to hit it right in the eye. With that stench, it is flinched again. I guess that's, it's not gonna attack at all for the rest of the fight, huh? (laughs) That's
3: what we want. Good job, Peppa. I knew you could
1: do it. Minion's turn. Uh, What what else does it know besides Gust? Try using Poison Sting on it. A Poison Sting? Minion hears the words Poison Sting and just lets out a jet of Poison Needles. And that flurry hits it right dead center. That's a three for attacking roll, negative five for the defending roll. It doesn't poison it, but it is super effective, and it reels back and takes that that eight shift hit.
3: That is good to know. We got some poison moves going on here.
1: Woo! Yeah. It is on its last leg right now. Catch it! Catch it! Who has the ball? Uh, It's on the floor at your guys' feet. Anyone can take it right now. We can go out of turn order.
3: Chris, do you want to do the honors? Chris, you do
0: it. Chris will grab a, a great ball and throws it at the Parasect.
1: It shakes. Ooh. It shakes again.
3: I don't have a good feeling about this.
1: <laughs> shakes a third time. Click. Oh! oh. oh. Yes! Oh, sweet heavens.
3: Oh. <sighs> oh. Maddie just runs over and just, like, pulls them all into a big group hug. She's,
0: like, crying. <laughs> we we're alive! <laughs> Can't, breathe. Can't breathe. I was scared because I thought you guys were going to get hurt, and I was unable to do it. It's okay. Me, <laughs> I'm too. I'm so sorry, Maddie. I was sorry. I've been terrible to you. <laughs> it's okay. Ow. I was so
3: bad, too. It's okay. <laughs> we were under a lot of pressure. <laughs> Please! I
2: need to breathe! <sighs> all right. Now you two made up. Can we check out what the heck this thing is?
1: As you guys say that, and just maybe as a result from all this battle ruckus going on, you hear some debris fall on the ground near the that rock formation, that meteorite right in front of you. It crumbles just enough so that you can see some light. Is that Arceus? <laughs>
0: no!
3: Maddie kind of walks carefully over to it to inspect.
1: You can see just a faint glow of daylight. It seems to be a way closer to the surface.
3: Guys, I think this is our way out. Let's get out of here while well,
1: we can. Battle. <laughs> well, that was a doozy of a battle, but now it's time to take a breather here in the pause menu with your good friend, Kay. How you doing? doing good. Neat. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Thank you for watching it. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, we do have a Patreon. Some of our tier rewards include getting your name featured at the end of the video version of the podcast and access to bonus tidbits. Uh, this time around, we did some more bloopers. So those are cool. And for our highest end tier patrons, you get your name mentioned here in the pause menu right now. So if you want to be as cool as Cammy Cat or Donkey Oto, then consider supporting the show on Patreon. If Patreon isn't an option for you right now, though, don't worry, you can still tweet about the show using the hashtag PKMNLegacy. Do that and we'll add you to a list of names we might use for our NPCs, like we did with Angel, named after Angel Tigress 777 This reward also applies to all our patrons, as Mr. Phoenix is about to find out. Now, before we unpause, we love our audience, but we also love to see it grow, and the best way to do that is word of mouth. We'd like to ask you to simply share this show, this podcast, with a friend that you think would enjoy it. We would really appreciate that. And we hope the person that you choose will too.
2: Hey guys, so I got something a little bit different to plug this week. This week I am plugging my comic that I am working on with Aficionados Chris, it's called Gatoni the premise of which is about three thieves who go around the world stealing riches from people who either have way too much or are jerks and need to give it away. You can watch how the whole thing is developing on our Twitter page, which I'm sure will be somewhere within the YouTube description.
1: Or if you're not watching this on YouTube and you're listening to it on like a podcast thing, then you can find it in the show notes, description, whatever it's called. Cool. The next episode is scheduled to go up on October 22nd. But we have some time till then, so back to the episode we go. Unpause. The four of you climb over some rock formations and some mushrooms and all that good stuff. It takes a while, given how exhausted you all are, but you eventually make your way, crawling through another tunnel that leads closer and closer to the surface, until finally... You come to what seems to be a, some sort of wood paneling, like directly above you. What?
2: Do we knock? So is it like right
3: above us or right in front of us as we're
2: walking? Yeah,
1: it's like these planks of wood just directly above you.
3: Some sort of flooring probably for somewhere.
1: Hold on, can someone give me a hand with this? Maybe we could push up. Yeah, sure
2: Uh, thing. Yeah. So Velma kind of goes over and with both hands, weakly tries to push it up.
1: You don't need to roll for this. With your teamwork, uh, you all manage to put a little elbow grease into it. And eventually you move the wood paneling out of the way. Velma, you poke your head up and you seem to be in this very brightly lit greenhouse looking room. There seems to be plants all around you. Very warm and cozy looking.
2: That's quite the change from below. Can Velma do a check to see if there's anyone around?
1: Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a careful check.
2: All right. All
1: right. That's mediocre, but that is good enough to feel a vine grab around your ankle, Velma, and pull you up into the room. <laughs> ah! Velma! Velma! As you guys scramble, uh, you hear the door open... Whoa. Hey, um... I guess I have a basement now.
3: Uh, bonjour!
1: Hi. So, uh... Can you
2: get me down, please? Huh?
1: Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, Wifflepin. Uh, go ahead and, uh, put her down. But not like the- like the- Ugh, kind of way, just like, yeah, you know. Yeah. You thought it was coming from this sort of like berry bush, but you see the bush like kind of ruffle around and it turns out it's this uh, small little critter looking thing. Aw, it's adorable. Oh, oh, he's so cute!
3: Meow. <gasps> <gasps> I want it!
1: It gently lowers Velma to the floor.
3: Thank you. Maddie just runs straight over to the, what is it, Wiffle Pin?
1: The, he called it a Wiffle Pin, yep.
3: Maddie runs right over to it. You are so cute!
0: <laughs> uh, Chris is going to pull out his Pokedex, and with whatever battery life is left in this, uh, kind of see if he can scan this Pokemon.
1: He's a little bush. Whifflepin, Pin, the incense Pokemon. Not a very effective combatant, this Pokémon prefers to disguise itself as a bush in order
3: to hide from predators. The berries that grow on its back are potent and spicy. They're spicy.
0: Ah, uh, the Mad- Maddie, may- maybe you shouldn't do what I think you're
1: going to do.
3: She like holds out, <laughs> holds out a little finger, like like two fingers, like she's like kind of pinching, and she's looking at them. Yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Whiffy's chill with it. They just grow back too, so you know. Yay!
3: And she just, like, pops it in her mouth.
0: (laughs) Chris is too tired
1: for this. It takes a while for the taste to kick in. It has a very sweet taste at first.
3: It's not that bad. It's pretty good.
1: And then the
3: heat hits.
2: (laughs) And here we go.
3: Do you... Chris, get out, Peppa!
1: Oh. Hold on. got a fix for that uh, somewhere. Just... (laughs) where did i put it it's so good but so bad (laughs) and he's rustling through these glass jars and takes out a small mason jar filled with this uh bluish purpley powder here just um just take a dab of this and just you know slap that on the back of your tongue
3: and she just, like, spoons out some with her finger, and she's like, ah, and she, like, puts <laughs> it all over her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cleans out away pretty fast. <laughs> Thanks!
1: Hey, no problem. Uh, so, um, what are you guys doing in my basement? Which, uh, I now have, I guess.
3: Well... I guess we could kind of ask you the same question.
1: Where are we, exactly? Mmm, that's deep. But, um... Uh, my greenhouse. Uh, my house-house. Russet Town. Oh. Uh, hey, that's
0: actually where we were supposed to be going. Uh, huh, planet.
1: go
2: team! Well, that worked um, out strangely.
1: Oh, cool, it's... It's like a destiny sort of thing. Cool.
3: So, uh, uh... What's your name?
1: Oh, yeah, uh, hey. Uh, my name's Phoenix. Uh, nice to meet you, Phoenix. Same, dude, same.
0: Uh, Chris is just kind of scratching his head as he's looking around. Okay, I, I'm not too sure where to begin with this, but I will start from where I last remember. Um, I was punched in the gut. Uh, my Pokemon is at zero health. Uh, we were underground, almost died by a giant parasect that we didn't think was a parasect, but it actually was, in fact, a parasect. I caught it with the help of my friends over here. This is Velma, Maddie, I'm Chris, and this is the scientist. Say hi. Uh,
1: safety inspector, not a scientist. Hi, Angel. Hi.
0: And, um, I was, I was wondering, um, <laughs> do you have anything for anxiety?
1: That's, uh, that, that's a lot of stuff to, um, I think I got a jar for that. Um, Not for your Pokemon, though. Like, you should probably get those to the Pokemon Center for that. It's down the street. I just... I just
0: need something to keep my muscles calm, and also, I'm very tired, and also, you have a very lovely greenhouse. Did you grow it yourself?
1: He takes a jar of this pink powder. Got it. Uh, so, yeah. Take a dab. Rub that stuff right in your face, dude.
0: My... Wait, my face? My face?
3: Do it, do it, do it, do
1: it! Right in there, like like a, like a nice facial scrub, you know?
0: He, he seldomly sticks two fingers in there and gets a bunch of it on, on his index and middle finger and just kind of starts rubbing it on his cheeks, his forehead, and his nose.
1: As you rub it on your face, you feel some buzzing sink into your pores... And you're just feeling much, much more relaxed. Like very, very chill. Yeah. It's pretty good. Right? It's like my own blend of Persim berries and energy roots and and something else, I think. It's like 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 a nice minty soothing thing.
0: Nice.
3: I think this is the calmest we'll ever see him. No kidding.
0: What? I'm always I'm always calm. I think.
2: Right, right.
1: Hey, uh, like I don't mean to be rude or nothing, but um, I gotta step out. I gotta get some like wood to fix the hole in my new basement and stuff. So I gotta kick you out for now. But I can like you know show you the door and stuff. Yes, please, That's oh, appreciated. Yeah, man that'd be awesome. (laughs) So Phoenix leads the four of you through the rest of his greenhouse slash home house. On the way out you pass by a lot of rooms with all these sort of exotic plants in them. Uh, One room is rather large and open and you see glass walls lining the perimeter of it and bleachers on the far sides. But eventually you all reach the front door so, yeah, just go down that road right there, and, you know, it's it's uh, right past the turnoff to the lab. Oh, man, thanks. Thank
3: you Thank so much. You so much.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, well, uh... See ya, I guess. And he closes the door, and Velma, Maddie, I think, Chris, you're too out of it to notice this, but... <laughs> Alright. You see the emblem of the Pokemon Gyms on his door.
2: <gasps> oh my god! That saves us a lot of time. <laughs>